So we need to give a little bit of context to the travel of the Magi. Right, so these are men from the east, probably from Persia. They're searching for the newborn king, king of the Jews. It's probably around the 1,000 to maybe 1,200-mile journey, which probably back then on camels would have taken a minimum of probably four months. So four months of travel to go find this king. Now, when you get there, when they arrive, they see the star over the house of Mary and Joseph. They enter in. And it says these magi prostrated themselves and did him, Jesus, homage. What this actually means, the actual gesture, what they did... They literally got on their knees, just like this. They put their forehead to the ground, and they kissed the ground, just like this. And they offered him homage, worship, adoration, praise, glory. These magi, right, aren't just looking for some king. I mean, if they were just looking for some king, they would have just stopped at Herod, right? Herod's a king. It's not like these magi, every single time there's a new appointed king in the world, are traveling four months or thousands of miles to go meet and do homage to a king that's now newly appointed. No, they were not looking for just a king, They were looking for the one that was proclaimed to the shepherds on the day that Jesus was born. The day Jesus was born, there are shepherds tending the flock and angels appear to them and they say, rejoice. For today in the city of David, a savior has been born who is Messiah and Lord. One who has been anointed. He's the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Anointed with power, with Holy Spirit. Power of being able to forgive the sins of the people. But he's also Lord. Now, when we hear the word Lord, it is not master. The Israelites who held the name of God so sacred wouldn't even say the name, wouldn't even utter the name of God from their lips. So they had another word in reference to God that they would say, Adonai, which is Lord, who is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, and he's also God. He is God. You today, a Savior has been born who is the Messiah, and he's also God. Not just some king with power and authority, but he is God incarnate. He is 
the Lord. So these magi were not just looking for a king, but they were looking for the Lord. They were looking and searching for God. Incarnate in Jesus. The presence of God, man, so holy. God in his goodness revealed to the Jewish people, right, the reality, the chosen people, that God desires relationship with them. God actually gave them his presence. God dwelt among the Israelite people. And the presence of God was literally in a tabernacle among the Israelite people all the time. They actually built a temple. And in the temple is where they actually would house the presence of God. Now when I say presence, what I'm talking about is literally they had the Ten Commandments and they had the manna that actually came down from heaven. In this tabernacle and the presence of God dwelt there. God says to Moses in Exodus and Numbers that no one can see my face and live. I am so awesome and so holy that no man can ever see my face and live. We hear and see in the reality of the Old Testament, many times people would actually try to get close to the presence of God, the tabernacle. And the moment they would touch the tabernacle, dead. Right there, dead. So awesome, so holy. Even the reality of the temple, right? There's one day, one day in which the high priest, only one particular man, the high priest could go into the holy of holy, the place of where the presence of God dwelt, and offer sacrifice. And if this man, this priest, was not worthy in that moment, he would die immediately when he stepped foot into the holy of holies. It was so holy that they had to make sure they tied a rope around his ankle so that if he went in and was not worthy and died, they could pull him out because no one's going to go there and get him. Because if you go in, dead. Another person, dead. Another person, dead. The presence of God is so powerful, so awesome, so amazing that you couldn't get close. The burning bush with Moses, the Lord said, Take off your shoes. You are on holy ground and come no closer. There was separation. There was separation. Now, there was separation from God and his chosen people. The Jews were the ones that had access to God. But yet there was still this separation. They couldn't get close. And if they tried, and if they did, dead. Right there. We know many things about the Magi. We know these are kind of from a priestly class. Extremely intelligent. Astronomers, astrology. But there's one thing these Magi are not. These Magi are not Jews. These Magi are not welcome in the temple of God. 
They're not welcome to worship God of the Israelite people. They're Gentiles. They're pagans. They're unclean. They are a people of unclean lips and unclean hands. And yet it says that they entered into the house of Mary and Joseph. I think we need to be more specific. They entered into the house of God. Because Jesus the Lord, Jesus God himself dwelt in that house. He lived there. God himself in Jesus, the Lord, lived in the house. The Magi entered into the house of God. Which this is extremely scandalous because if a Jew has contact with a Gentile, even exchanging gifts, you become unclean according to the law. Mary and Joseph would have been unclean. Inviting a Gentile into their home? Unheard of. These were not Jews, my brothers and sisters. These were Gentiles. These were men of unclean lips. These were men that probably worshipped other gods. And yet, they entered into the house of God. To where once a people, even the Jewish people, were separated, were far off. In Jesus, as Jesus drew close, he then allowed us to come close to him. And this is the reason why they, they prostrated themselves, they did him homage. They were literally in the presence of God and there was no other physical action that they could do to offer greater reverence. Was in to literally kiss the ground. Not because the ground itself was holy, but the one who lived there made the ground holy. Where are we at right now? Whose house are we in? Whose house are we in? Whose house are we in? Yeah. Do you know that where you're at right now is holy? The ground that you walk on right now is holy. Do you realize that the moment I step on this step, I should be dead? I should die the moment I step foot on this sanctuary. I should not have the ability to be this close to the presence of God and live. We should not be welcomed into this reality. We are literally in the house of God, that which would never have been able to happen. So many of us probably do not come from Jewish descent. We are not the chosen people of God, but Gentiles have no access to God, have no ability to enter into worship. No way we can enter into the temple. No way we can enter into the house of God. The moment we would step foot, we would die. Because the presence of God is so awesome, so holy, so powerful, so magnificent, so amazing that we couldn't even, our physical bodies couldn't even handle the presence. And yet here we are. We are literally 
in the presence of the creator of the entire universe. And I'm like 15 feet away. And I'm living. I'm still breathing. Jesus, in him, allowed us the ability to begin to draw close to God. Before Jesus, this would not be happening. There's no way, my brothers and sisters, we could not step foot on holy ground where the presence of God is and begin to live. No man could see God face to face and live. No one could be this close to the presence of God and live, but yet only in Jesus. In Jesus, where the Magi were not welcome in the temple in Jerusalem, but because of Jesus, they were welcome into the true house of God. We're not just the presence of tablets and the manna was residing, but the actual incarnate word, Jesus Christ, Lord God himself in this house of Mary and Joseph, where they were welcomed, a people of unclean lips and unclean hands. Sinners were welcomed into the house, the presence of God, and they lived. This is one of the reasons, my brothers and sisters, that when we enter into the house of God, we genuflect. We offer some form of reverence and adoration of the true reality of, my goodness, I am on holy ground. I am in the house of God, and I am alive. All I can do is with my own body offer some form of reverence and honor and glory of the fact that God would want us to come near to him. That at one point, we were not able to come close but yet God in his goodness sent his son that we could draw close. He drew close to us so that we could draw close to him in relationship. The way that we move in this house needs to be different the way that we go over some other person's house. Because God dwells here. The presence of God is here. And what's even crazier is that those that used to touch the presence of God would die. Let alone here in Jesus, we are going to receive and eat his body and blood and live. That is absolutely insane. The fact that we could literally, that I could literally hold the Eucharistic presence, the brutal body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ in my hands, let alone touch him on my tongue and consume him in my body, and I'm going to live. I should die of the awesomeness, the awesome presence of God that is literally within me. My brothers and sisters, we need to begin praying for a new epiphany. Epiphany, this day we celebrate, means a revelation a revelation of Christ inviting all to the nations, to himself. But a revelation that he is Lord, that we have access to God, that we have access to God's house, that we can sit, adore, worship the presence of God so closely. To pray for an increase of this awe and reverence and wonder at the fact of how good and amazing a God we have, that he literally allows us to be this close, so close that he will be in you. People literally would step foot in the presence of God, just step in the vicinity and die. 
And yet now in Jesus, you can literally have God inside of you and live. May we begin praying, my brothers and sisters, for an increase awareness and awe and wonder and reverence i encourage you when you genuflect when you come into the house of god begin to acknowledge that i am not going to some ordinary house but i am going to the house of god the very steps i walk on are literally holy the pews i will sit in are holy not because the wood is holy not because the tile is holy because the one who dwells here is god makes it holy when we genuflect, maybe take an extra second to just acknowledge and to adore and to thank the Lord, to call to mind that, man, thank you. Every moment we have access, we are literally on holy ground, my brothers and sisters. Okay, just, just think about this right now. We are literally in the presence of Almighty God. Like his presence is right here. You are so close to him. And we're alive. Just take this in right now. That you are literally in the house of God. That you have access to God. Anytime you want, you can come in to his house and live. <laughs>